Hey, Costa, how's it going? Good, Polly. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm uh, I'm very happy to have to be looking forward to the 28th of May. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not so far away, right? What are we two yeah. two weeks or so? Yeah, uh, three weeks. What is it? No, I'm just under two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. So. Uh, we're sort of kind of slowly getting drip fed some information about what the, the competition is going to look like and also what's happening in Supercoach. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll probably start talking about that. Uh, they've, they've, you know, they've released how many trades we're going to have, so we can talk about that a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on, we'll, we'll go through uh, some team type analysis about, you know, Players that are injured and players that are coming back and play teams teams that are moving around and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right, so let's get started. Uh, trades. There's still 37 trades, Costa. What are we going to do? <laughs> uh, still 37 trades. You might have seen me go on a bit of a Twitter rampage about this. Oh, um, it was so good and unjustified. Um, look... I've, since my my initial uh, anger at seeing the seven trades, I've softened a little bit. But mm-hmm. I mean, the issue is it just changed changes the strategy of the game like quite a lot. Not completely, mm-hmm. but quite a lot. Um, and that's fine. Like like change is not necessarily bad, but it just means that it's 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 quite different. The strategy is going to be quite different. The season is going to be quite different to others. And mm-hmm. and I don't know, but they didn't kind of say why. I mean, I think I think the reason ostensibly is just like more trades keeps more people, you know, keeps the punters going for longer. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like keeps people interested longer. But I mean, geez, it's it's pretty uh, I don't know, tenuous link or whatever. It's it's yeah, it's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> so yeah, so this this. What five less rounds? No, yes. no buy rounds, and yes. still thirty-seven trades. Yes. So ultimately, even after um, the five trades leading into round three, uh, you're going to have almost the max of two trades per round to make every week. Anyway, so you should be trading at all times. At all times. So, so the uh, what I call the art of saving trades is almost dead. So what yeah. is it exactly? So if you used if you used two trades after round one, um, mm-hmm. and five trades after round two, which we have, yes, that's seven. So that leaves you. Th- that leaves yes. You th- so that leaves you thirty trades for for six. What is it? Eighteen rounds. Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, six. Tra- yeah, uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah. So if you traded two every week, you'd run out with about three weeks to go or something. Yep. Assuming you use all five. Yep. For the first round. Yeah, so not a lot of trade saving. So, so what I think, well, okay. So the first thing is the way I would usually run a season is that I would trade very hard for the first, pretty much all the way up until the first buy round. But mm-hmm. I would be trading just to make my team better between between rounds. Well, first three rounds, I'd probably just be fixing things up, and then I'm trying to make my team better and better through like trading up and down until about round eight, typically. And then yes. I'd probably blow at least six trades on on organizing my team for the buys, maybe more. 
Mm -hmm. So I had pretty much traded all the way through to, to that first uh, round one buy, uh, first, mm -hmm. first buy. Um, and then between buys one and two, I'm kind of getting rid of some of those junk players that I've gotten in mostly for the, the first buy or I'd have held on to for that first buy, trading them yep. to some second buy round players, probably mm -hmm. spending other six or eight trades in there. Mm -hmm. um, and then post the second buy, pretty much all I'm doing at that point is maybe bringing in, you know, three or four guns that I didn't have and then hopefully a, a handful left over for injuries. Yep. Now... And that, that, that's a pretty good strategy. So now going into it, the, que the, the first question that pops into my mind is, well, everyone's going to have enough trades to get to the perfect team quite quickly. Um, something close to it, yeah. Yep. Coaches will not be varying their teams as much through the buyers because some when you come when you come up against the buyers, some coaches will make a lot of buy relevant trades, some won't, and even the ones that do, some will go one way, some will go the other. So now that's not a consideration. Mm -hmm. So I guess the yeah, the first thing that pops into my head is well, everyone's gonna have the same team in like eight or ten weeks' time is is the right strategy now to go with the flow and then try to change it up a little bit later or just to zag right now, just zag as quickly as you can and then hopefully, you know, uh, get, get a get some kind of benefit out of that and then consolidate? I don't know. Good question. I, um, I just th th don't know how, how the zag is going to happen later in the season. Well, so, so, so what is going to happen, I think, is that everyone that's behind now will, like, sorry, so, so with, with about, I agree that about halfway through the season, all the teams will look very similar, and then they'll start diverging again as all the people that are trying to catch up start picking, like, wild pods. But I don't think it'll be wild pods as much. I think it'll just be wild captain choices. I think you're I think just going to see both. a lot of the same teams. I think it'll be both. I think pe people will start, at least with like the last four or five rounds to go, the teams will diverge again. And it'll actually be harder. It could be harder to win because typically if you're in front with six weeks to go and everyone had, else had, most people had run out of trades and it would be very hard to catch. But now with people having trades, they, if they get lucky and they sort of swing from the fences and get some good pods right at the end, they could actually make a bit of a comeback. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I think in the middle of the season, all the teams will look identical and then they'll start to diverge again at the end. Yeah. But it's, it, it is quite different, right? Like it's – the strategy is, is going to be very different. Well, not only is it different, but I think there's just less strategy full stop. Oh, absolutely. There's less strategy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's right. Conserving trades and making your team better is is it's tricky, right? It's complicated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now it's just going to be trading all the time, chasing chasing points, chasing good draw, like good good patches in the draw. It's going to be a lot mm -hmm. of that. Yep. Yeah. So as I said earlier, I, like. You know, it's not for me to say whether that's better or worse. 
it might be fun in a way, but it's different. And, you know, it's, it's just a very different game this year from what it usually is. Have you had enough of the Ghanaian dancing pallbearers? Or is this, is this such a thing? I never really liked it from the beginning. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like death porn. No, it's not. How many of the people in those videos actually die? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Like I'm talking about, I'm talking about the guys dancing with the coffins. Yeah, but in the, those videos, there's usually like some ridiculous scene that happens to some other dude who gets like hit by a car or something. Oh right, okay. How many of those yeah. did actually die? Is what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about that <laughs> until now. Thanks, Costa. <laughs> That's all I can think about. Everyone's like, oh, this is so funny. I'm like, just watching people die. <laughs> I just, I, I actually just really like the song. I just love to be young again and just dancing to that in a club. Oh, man. Can you imagine, like, being in a club at midnight and there's, like, is sweat it, dripping from the roof? It, and... Is it, like, a Vici or something? No, it's a uh, uh, Vice Tone or something like that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, imagine imagine like being in a club and then all of a sudden like you get hoisted onto like six guys' shoulders. It's sick. Did you oh anyway, there's a there's a video going around of like some health workers that um Yeah, sorry. Oh, so yeah. bad. It's back to footy. Um what do you reckon about one referee? Oh, I mean I guess it'll please the conservatives, but I don't know. <laughs> so uh, yeah. wait, the second to to be fair, I like I don't really see why they're taking out the second referee. I don't think it's broken, and you know they're talking about saving money. Well, I don't know how much money it's actually going to save, but anyway, the second re- referee was brought in to make the ruck faster. Is was my understanding, and so mm-hmm. one referee to control the ruck and leaving the other referee to worry about you know the ten meters and all the other stuff. Yep. Um. The rock is as slow as anything at the moment, to be fair. I can't imagine the rock being any slower. I can't. You reckon it's going to get even slower? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it'll get even slower because the other, the other thing the is like... The rock is so slow at the moment. It's like painfully slow. I appreciate that, but there's also the pressure on a referee to not call too many penalties in a game. So if you have, you know... 10, 10 penalizable offense. I don't know if that's a word. 10, 10, 10 offenses that could be penalized in a game and two refs call five, like five each or whatever. You're not going to be, no one's going to be jumping up and down. You have, you have one ref call like 10 penalties in a game or 10 or 12 or 13 or 15 penalties in a game. All of a sudden they get roasted. It's not good for the refs. It's absolutely, it's horrible for the refs. They have, they now, they would then have to shoulder all the blame all the referee blame for a game onto one set of shoulders instead of two. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand who this benefits. Who does it actually benefit? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, like the NRL saves a few hundred grand a year. Yeah. That's a Trojan horse. I think like, I think they're just saying it's a cost cutting measure because surely you'd come someone, someone high up, probably, probably with uh, initials PVL. Um, just doesn't like two referees. Um, the V's not separate. It's just 
It's, well, the L's not separate. It's just PV, I guess. Just PV. Yeah. I mean, the ref bashing has to stop, doesn't it? It has to stop, but it can only go up with one referee as far as I Yeah, I think that's right. But the ref bashing is just crazy. So, like, as you say, a ref calls 15 penalties in a game and everyone's up mm-hmm. in arms about it. Mm-hmm. No one blames the coaches for, like, coaching their teams to game the system and slow the ruck down and, and fuck the game over. It's a ref's fault for blowing penalties that probably are penalties. Yeah. Like... Boggles the mind sometimes. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're just. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why nobody just nobody just brings in the the like five minutes in bin. Like everyone's, but everybody wants this. A hundred percent of fans want a five minutes in bin. Just do it. Just send everyone off. If if you get back chat, send them off five minutes. So go sit down. Yep, agree. I mean, okay. you could use ten minutes in bin. Yeah, but too harsh. I feel like that's pretty harsh. Yep. All right. So yeah, one referee. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, could be even an even slower ruck. I don't know if that benefits anyone in Supercoach or, or what. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna theorize about that too much. Slower ruck is just fewer plays, fewer opportunities for points. Yeah. Right. Do we want to talk about teams then? Players, injuries? Yeah, so let's get on to that because there are a lot. So I'm going to go through as many of them as I can think of. Yeah. Um, and just how that affects the teams how, um, from a super coach point of view. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll discuss it a bit. So let's start with the premiers. Uh, so Roosters have got JMOS now. Yep, that's the uh, that's the only major thing going on. Oh, and of course, uh, Cordner's back. Yeah, uh, or you'd assume Cordner's back. So both of those things, I think, would only have a major effect on one specific player, and that's uh, Angus Crichton. Yeah, he'd, you'd imagine he'd probably be back to the bench. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for yeah, if. If anyone out there has a Crichton, I reckon he'd be a sell. I, I'm really wary of of his ability to, to crack into the starting team without injuries. Yep. I don't think too many people have him anyway, but yep. Yep. Um, Dragons have Cam McInnes back. Mm. Um, and, and Corbin. And Corbin. So I think that's, that's going to be quite problematic for Josh Kerr, who's in my team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. So who does... So McInnes comes back in. I, I imagine Luke probably is on the bench. Um, uh, I reckon off the bench. You reckon Luke's not even on the bench? Yeah, we talked about this. I reckon he's on the bench, at least to begin with. But we'll see. Right. Um, yeah. And then what? Corbin and... Oh no, Graham and Vaughan start, Corbin on the bench. And then you Corbin got on the bench, Blake Murray on the bench as Blake well. Murray, Luke, and who else? Uh, I think Fuimono has to have a bench spot. He he played well in these first two games and he just covers so many positions. Yeah, 
okay. That's interesting. I still think Kirk could jag that spot. Possibly. But yeah. I think, I think Kirk only gets in if Isaac Luke doesn't make the team. And I don't think they need a backup hooker, but which we've spoken about. But um, yeah, that's the Coming off a long way off playing 80 straight up. Yeah. Tough. And they've got a pretty good, pretty good uh, interchange hooker there. Yep. Yep. So yeah, so I think that that's their their sort of major um, user items. Uh, now onto the Broncos. The Broncos have had a lot of stuff happen. Mm. So most importantly, Dave Fafita's had a surgery, um, and he's yeah. probably out to around six or seven. So yeah. you've got Fafita, right? I do. So he's got to go. I would have, yeah. I think he does have to go. Um, I mean, one part of me thinks he could be back within a week or something, but mm-hmm. it's also—I'm not even sure that he's like that much of a must-have that I worry about that. Yeah, like I'll just buy him back in a couple of weeks. I, think. I mean, if he was only out for one week, that would be annoying. But yep. I've already—I think I already know who I'm going to get in for him. Who's that? Who do you think? Uh, John Bateman? No. There's there's talk that John Bateman may not be ready. Yeah, I've read that too. Uh, who? DJ Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I very much... I, I had him at the back end of last year. I really like him and I feel like I need that hooker cover as well. Joseph Ungo, he's only 30k more than Fafita. As yeah. long as he gets that starting lock spot, he's just absolute super coach money. Yeah. I actually think he's yeah. not a great player in real life. I actually think he kind right. of gets in the way a bit and stifles the attack, but mm-hmm. he just ball hungry, offloads everywhere. Great, yeah. great super coach. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's probably my number one trade. Right. But anyway, so what does it mean for the, the, the rest of the Broncos makeup? So well, okay. So Fafita's out. Yeah. And Ten Guy's out as well for four weeks, I think it was yeah. his suspension. But old mate's out. Uh, sorry, old mate's back in. Alex Glenn, that's right. No, no, the prop. Oh, okay. Yeah, Matt Lodge. Matt Lodge is back, yeah. So Matt Lodge is back. Uh, Joe O is back. Yes. Was he back too? Yeah, he's back. Um, Legler's got the flu. Yeah, but I think he'll be back. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to assume that that, that Glenn and Hopwadi start in the back row, uh-huh. and uh, Lodge and and Haas obviously start a prop, and then mm-hmm. Joe O, Flegler, uh, McCulloch, and uh, that other new guy. Mm-hmm. Start on the, uh, the bench. I think that's what the team looks like until um, Pangai comes back. Flegler yeah. could even get a run at second row, but I don't think so. Yeah, I saw something where they even kicked Carrigan out to the edge, but no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, and Joe O starts at lock. I don't think so. I think Joe O starts mm-hmm. on the bench. Mm-hmm. Joe O could get the second row spot, maybe. For, yeah. For a couple of weeks. Uh, all right, uh, Bulldogs, Kieran Foran is apparently back. So for those people who are, uh, who started with 
Brandon Wakeham. That's probably um, bad news. Yeah. Even for maybe even for that Jake Avrilo guy too. Well, there's talk that um that Josh Reynolds is going to go back as well. Oh really? Yeah. I hadn't heard. Okay. There's, there's talk that cause Tigers have been trying to get rid of Josh Reynolds for ages. There's talk that Re- right. like, the Bulldogs could be back with Reynolds and and Warren in the in the halves. They'd have, they'd have to pick up his fat contract though, right? Tigers would probably give it, pay half of it or something to get rid of him. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and the other thing is that, well, now um, Stimson. Joe Stimson's out for the rest of the year. And obviously, they got rid of CHN. So, so all of a sudden, they have a back row issue. So, you know who I like? And I'm not going to get him straight away, but I'm going to have my eye on him very carefully. Who's that? Fatal Mariner. Yeah, yeah. I um, we probably both had him a couple of years ago when he broke out, right? Yeah, he was good, and then he got injured. Yeah, but also yeah. four on four and speeding him, mm-hmm. and he's getting eighty. He could he could be good. He only he, he I had a quick look at him just before. He scored like two twenties in the first two rounds, so there's absolutely no urgency. He'll actually drop a bit of cash probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but around sort of round four, round five, he'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because Smith's uh, injured as well, Chris Smith. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they've got a lot of back row injuries. Yeah, I guess Dean Payne knew what he was doing when he was like getting in like twenty-seven back rowers. <laughs> um, Did he know that CHN was going to like pick up a schoolgirl, whatever? Was it the teacher that teacher. He picked up? The teacher. Yeah. All right, um, Michael Morgan. Yeah, is out for a couple of months. Your boy. My boy. So what, what do you reckon that me- means for drink water? So obviously Clifford comes straight in for Michael Morgan. But does that mean drink water becomes the dominant playmaker? Drink water was getting a lot of ball anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe he gets a tiny bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has a huge impact on drink water, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think he, yeah, he might do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, going up to the Titans, AJ Brimson is now out for the majority of the year, apparently with a back issue, or with yeah. a back issue that we're dealing with. Yep. Um, um, so, it's, so it makes it, it makes DJ Sammy kind of interesting. Yeah, he's still like what four hundred fifteen thousand dollars or something like mm. that. And I mean, I he, I, he scored like an eighty and a twenty, I think, in the first two rounds. Yeah, his second round score was rubbish. Yeah, so you probably wouldn't. You might not jump on straight away, but he's, he'd be one to look at. Mm-hmm. It's probably still better options there, but it makes him interesting, definitely. And so they, you know, in the news, obviously, they, they might also be without um, Cardi and Nathan Peets and Brian Kelly. Hey, how many anti-vaxxers do you have in your team? <laughs> I have... I've got uh... Joe Tarpany. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. I think that's I don't, it, isn't I don't... it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I have any yet, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, um, don't get me started on yeah. the anti-vax thing. Yeah. So, so those three potentially out. Um, I saw a course, thing. I saw a thing just before that said Josh Papali could like. He's fine with <laughs> drink driving to the point where he calls the police on himself, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. 
but he doesn't want to put vaccines into his body. Right. Not to mention all the needles. Like, they're all tatted up as well, right? But it's not the needle thing. It's about... I, I guess are you, are you like, injecting ink into your body, basically, when you get a tat? You are, but, again, it's... I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess we're reading different medical literature. Anyway, um, Callum Watkins is obviously relevant for a lot of people, including you and me. Yeah, I've got Callum. I'm a bit devo that he's uh, gone back. I thought I think he would have been great. He looks really good mm-hmm. in those first two rounds. Without doing anything amazing, he looked great. He did. Um, so... Surely, surely Peachy's got at the very least a center spot wrapped up now. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I thought he looked really good coming into In the, the middle. Row. Yeah, oh, okay, right. Um, like sort of playing a bench lock role. Mm-hmm. I think that actually made their whole team dynamic look different. So it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if he keeps that role and they get they bring in um, what's his name? Uh. Uh, Dale Copley. Copley, yeah. Who are you going to get in for Watkins? Do you think? Uh, I think that'll probably one of my be one of my last trades, depending on what else happens. Um, I've got nobody in sight. I'm looking. Uh, I think I discussed this last time. I'm looking at getting in uh, as a yo for Braden Burns. Mm. So Watkins might be an up or a down. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm. Very sadly, potentially looking at um, Kurt Mann. All right. After the bunnies, uh, Patrick Mago is back, who looked great in the charity shield before he got injured. Yeah, okay. Um, that's that's really the only the only one there. So for those guys who are hanging out for maybe Kaloma Tungi getting a, getting a role, that might be more or less likely, I should say. Mm. Um, out at Parramatta... Uh, Reed Marnie is back from the injury, or expected to be back from the injury that he sustained in round two. Um, and Nathan Brown's out for a couple of weeks, I think, with a suspension. Yeah, okay, yep. So for me, nothing's changed for the Eels except for the fact that they're probably going to lose the easy draw that they had to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about that this afternoon. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I think... Sometime next week, we'll find out what the draw actually looks like. But, yeah, so I've currently got three Eels players, mm-hmm. three Eels backs entirely just because of that draw. And they yeah. are Wonga Blake, Blake Ferguson, and Mitchell Moses. And if they draw, mm-hmm. and they've already played the Titans. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if their draw is bad, like, potentially all three of them could be on the chopping block. Yeah. Hmm. Mitch Moses is probably the one you'd be least inclined to sell, maybe. But even well, especially if, coming off, yeah, coming off a ton. Yeah, yeah he came off a ton, but against against the Titans, yep. like a straight swap to Cleary. Yeah, is can Cleary still get sanctioned or? or he yeah, so that that we should know about that very soon, like early early next week, I think, because they were gonna they gave him like five days to respond or something, and I think that was on Friday, so. He he could still get a couple of weeks, which would actually be ideal for me in a lot of ways. Talking about sanctions, what's your favorite Clint Eastwood film? Is there is there one called Sanctions? That's that shows how uh, the I, yeah the Iger sanction. Have you seen that? No. It's about climbing uh, the Iger in Switzerland. Okay. 
Gran Torino is pretty good. You know, I only watched that for the first time a couple of days ago. What'd you think of it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. He's like a... There's like a kind of like Rick and Morty vibe for me. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, just... Million Dollar Baby? Million Dollar Baby's good. I don't get why people like Unforgiven so much. I think that's... Yeah. It's a fine movie, but it's not... For me, it's not great. Yeah, I didn't like Unforgiven that much either. I found it a bit weird and slow. Yeah, yeah. I'd say The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is probably my favourite. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's 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 like the fucking Odyssey. It's so good. Uh, yep. Where were we? I was going to talk about the sharks. Yes. Okay. Has much okay. happened at the sharks? Not really. Oh no, it has. It has. It has. Well, heaps has. So Dugan's back yeah. for like five minutes, I think. <laughs> Moylan. Um, Moylan's back. Bronson Cherry's back. Yeah. Okay. So so Fafita also came out and said like I'm I could basically medically retire right now. Which yeah. was interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you didn't get the Sharks guy, did you? Rudolph. Toby Rudolph, yeah. No, I didn't. And yeah, he he, he could potentially end up being the best out of all those cheap front row forwards. He could, eh? Him. So we haven't talked about uh, the Raiders yet, but Gula potentially has a problem when Bateman comes back. Gula has a huge problem. I'm, I'm, or, shitting my, I'm shitting my pants. Forsberg, you think it maybe goes back to the prop rotation? Yeah. Um, which which might impact Gula. I don't know. Like Gula played so well that he, I think he still, I think he still makes the team, and he, and I think he probably still gets thirty minutes or something, or thirty five even. But might maybe think, that his yeah. role's a bit a bit less than it was before. Yeah. And yeah. he's sort yeah. of at that awkward price too. And again, they, they, they were the other team with the particularly easy draw. And, mm. um, yeah, they might lose that too. So, yeah, I, I might still do that. Uh, i got the Tigers guy. Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zane Musgrove. Zane Musgrove. So, I might do him to, to Rudolph, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyone that had Ken- Will Kennedy will be upset because he's, you'd think, dead. Mind you, yep. Moylan and... Dugan and Boston both made a glass, but mm-hmm. yeah, but nothing um, much in the forwards, right? Apart from yeah, basically nothing in the forwards. No. Yeah, no, nothing in the forwards. Besides the fact that Jack Williams is getting on my team, like speedy fucking Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so the Knights. So Pong has been suspended for a game. Yeah. Um. Tex Hoy is probably going to take his place. Great name, Tex Hoy. Great name, great name. Like, yeah, and Bradman Best, another okay, not so not so great name. Um, yeah, so he so Bradman Best should come straight back in, right? Bradman Best, you think? Yeah, would come straight. So back who in. does he come in for? Chihuahua or Shibasaki? I reckon Chihuahua. Yeah, I think Chihuahua too. I think um, the coach has a bit of a man crush on Shibasaki, and to be fair, he looked actually pretty good. Yeah. 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 So um, I'll probably be waiting a couple of weeks on Bradman Best. Yeah. It'll be a nice trade down in like round four or five or whenever it is. Yeah. And uh, Mitch Barnett is also out with an injury. Is he? For a while, I believe. Yeah. I think he, I think he had a surgery. Right. Oh, and obviously the, well, the big one is um, the hooker, Jaden Braley. Yeah. 
yeah, so Jaden Braley, um, ACL out for the year. So do you love Connor Watson? Because I really love Connor Watson. Yeah. Um, what did Connor Watson score in the first two games? Uh, 77 in round two. 77 in round two. Yeah. Wow, because they're carving up 40, the Tigers. Yeah, 43 in round one. That's where And what's he priced at? Uh, he's priced at 506 still. So he's pretty expensive, um, but 5'8 hooker. Mm, yeah, he's he's very interesting, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think I've got a spot for him, but... I'm yeah, gonna it's going to be hard to find a spot for him because Harry Grant is going to probably come in at some point. Yep. I mean, so if you had big balls, you could potentially... If Harry Grant's on the bench for the Tigers, you can just... And and you, you can find the money with the five trades. You could you could piff Billy Walters out straight up. Yep. The other guy that you could potentially get just for a quick money grab is uh, Dylan Brown. Mm, yeah. Mm, he's got a hundred in round two. Yeah, but I I'd, I'd want to see who his round three, round four opponents are because. What if, I feel like okay, how I about, feel like I need more than just one round strong. How about this strong. scenario? What if uh, Cleary gets mm-hmm. two weeks? Yeah. So you get Dylan Brown in for say Billy Walters. You get two price rises out of him. You don't even have to play him. Write him up all the way to Cleary. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. not bad. I don't mind that. I only say that because I want. Well, we already briefly talked about potentially Moses to Cleary, which I don't love. Mm-hmm. I want both of them, but it's actually going to be quite difficult to get both of them in. Yes. Cleary's expensive, and he's, if, as soon as he plays another game, he's going to get more expensive. Mm-hmm. He could quickly get out of range if you don't get on him. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be thinking pretty hard about how I'm going to do that. Like... Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get Cleary anytime soon. I think I just have to risk it. I'm already too far behind, and I need some variety in my team. Too many, and Cleary's too popular. But we'll see. Do you reckon many people uh, will get both? I reckon people might struggle to get Cleary in, just as I've said, if they don't already have him. I, th- I think they might struggle, but they've got five trades going into round three, and they've got... Um, and A lot of I other think... problems you have to tape over, though. Sure, sure. But uh, in that halfback position, I think there's a clear top two. And so people will say, okay, so I'm confident in those two guns. I'm not so confident with other positions. So I'm just going to make that move sooner rather than later. So I think people will get those two in quite quickly. Yeah. So are you going to get Connor Watson? Uh, I can't fit him. Mm. I I don't think I am either, but I'm going to have to think about it because... Yeah, if he's starting it at a hooker, he's a, just he's just a machine. Yeah, surely there'll be a backup hooker on the bench as well. Do you think Kurt Mann stays there? I think he does. I guess... To be honest, I think he stays. I think Kurt Mann stays at five eight. But theoretically, they could put Connor Watson in, and then if they like Kurt Mann on the bench for utility value and and play um, Phoenix Crossland. Yeah, or even someone like Hoy, maybe who can cover a few positions in the back line. They just keep him on the bench, and you know anything happens to Watson, man just shifts into hooker, and Hoy can 
coming to... I don't think they'll move, man, because they look pretty good. He he, he played much better than I thought he would. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, Okay, so the Raiders. So there's the anti-vax cloud. Let's just go past that at the moment. Yeah. If Joe Tarpany doesn't play because of fucking anti-vaxxing, I'm going to lose my mouth. But anyway... You're going to give him a jab? Um, so yeah, John Bateman possibly back, but that's not confirmed yet. Yeah, but should be back pretty um, soon. If he's not yeah. back with round one, he should be back within a couple of weeks. Or round. So yeah, so for me, that's all the biggest news at the Raiders. The biggest news for me is the return of Jordan Rapana. Yeah, not great. Especially, especially since yeah, I got Bailey Simonson in my team. Yep, yep, that's not yep. great. So looks like I'm going to sp- be spending a lot of my five trades on my center wing. Mm. Yeah, so then off to the Tigers, obviously the Harry Grant trades come through, so that may have repercussions for Billy Walters. You'd assume it does. Um, It'd be interesting to see how they start, because Billy Walters looked pretty good, I thought. Yeah, so do I. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Billy Walters retains the starting spot and Harry Grant starts off the bench. Yeah, at least for but... a couple of weeks, and then Harry Grant will probably get promoted at some point because he's just such a gun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. 40-minute Billy Walters might be a nightmare, but we'll see. Um, yeah. But there's probably, even if he plays two games at 40 minutes, he'll make a bit of money. Yeah. You get two yeah. decent price rises out of him. Um, Storm has Christian Welch back. That probably won't affect... Too many people, unless they got in like Tino or so, someone like that. Um, we already spoke about Jazz Tavanga at the Warriors, um, and the Fuss might. I think the Fuss is still in New Zealand. So what about yeah? The Fuss is still in New Zealand. What about JTB? What about him? Well, Jazzy Jeff and, and I, I, yeah, Ignatius Parsi potentially both back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like JTB earned his spot over the first couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I've got Katoa. Right. So, somebody's got to give, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that... I I thought Katoa was pretty good. I'm hoping he retains his spot, at least on the bench. Mm -hmm. But it's very hard to know right now. Mm -hmm. They've got enough players that even starting Tavanga at hooker might be the way to go. Why would they start Tavanga at hooker? Because who are the other hookers? Wade Egan? Wade Egan. Well, I would not play Tavanga at hooker. I don't think he's a hooker. All right. Uh, lastly, I want to talk about the Panthers. So there's a bit going on here. So first of all, Kurt Caprol would be back uh, for possible selection. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, we're planning to get Isa Yo into my team. I'm just going to have to see what the team list looks like because that might put me off that. Um, it's and be then hard of course, to know until we see. Yeah. And the problem, the problem there is that Isa Yo scored like a hundred in that first game, right? Yeah. So he's going to have that big first price rise if you wait a week to see what happens with the minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, I think, what if he goes to four fifty, four sixty thousand? He's certainly not as good value as he is now. He's almost at four sixty. Maybe he'd still be worth it, but. Yeah, 
it's not as good. Yeah. Um, I'd have to take a punt on that one. Engage with risk. Yeah. What's his face? Dylan Edwards is back. Mm. So Caleb Aikens is... Yeah, yeah, that affects him. But that, that also possibly affects Stephen Crichton as well. Why? Because he was kind of coming on as that like, that like second fullback role. I think Crichton will stay on the bench because he was good. Okay. He might get but the other minutes though. Yeah, but the other piece of the puzzle there is that Tyrone May is also going to be available too. Oh, Tyrone. Yeah, okay. Well... Look, I would be going anywhere near Stephen Crichton anyway. I don't think anyone wants like a, a benched back in their team. No, no, no. I, I, just, I just think it's going to be a weird sort of mm. makeup of that team. What do you think about Josh Mansell? Is he back? No. He's not back. I don't think he's back. Two seventies to start the season. No tries. He did have attacking stats in both those games though. But his base, his base in both those games was around 40. I just feel like he doesn't. His body won't last the full season. How old do you think he is? I don't know, thirty, thirty-one. He's not. It's not. It's not his age. It's just like he seems to put his body through a lot. He doesn't have. He doesn't have the offload that he once did. He just sort of works hard, but I don't know if that's going to be enough over the length of the season. He had one offload in both the first two rounds. Right, yeah. He used to be an offload machine. He used to be an offload machine, but and and obviously a tackle bus machine. Mm. Yeah, he's interesting. I got I got Blake Ferguson right. He's five hundred thousand. Yeah. He's he wasn't terrible in the first two rounds, but they put forty six points on the Titans and didn't score a try. Didn't really. Like, mm-hmm. Mate, I'm already ditching my other three starting wingers. I can't ditch Blake Ferguson as well. <sighs> Yeah. If there was if there was someone who had a really if there was a back that had a really good round two score, mm-hmm. then apart from like Tony Staggs obviously had 120, but I think I'm going to bring him in for for Wonga Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might consider getting rid of Blake Ferguson, but there's there weren't actually any really amazing round two scores in there. Because obviously yeah. the round two score is more important than the round one score because it stays in the mm-hmm. average for two weeks. So we were in a chat, uh, you and I, the other day that brought up... Uh, two of the ACT's famous lakes, Lake Burley Griffin and Lake George. Yeah. And I was thinking about this today, about like the metaphysics of a lake. So which lake has more of the properties of a lake about it? Which has more lakeness? The artificial lake, Burley Griffin, or the lake with no water in it, Lake George? Why are you asking me? As if I know anything about lakes. Because you're Canberran. Well, okay, I'll tell you what I know. Lake Burley Griffin always has water in it, but that's because like, it's got nowhere to go. Lake George almost never has water in it, but that's probably because it's a natural lake and it comes and goes with, you know, as the water falls. You know, well, actually, Lake George doesn't have an outlet, so 
the water that goes into Lake George is meant to stay there, but I think like the soil's really, the soil takes in a lot of water there or something like that. Um, I don't know. I've seen it. I've seen it have water in it on a couple of occasions, but not many. Right. It's almost always dry. I, I like what's like. I barely even know what is a lake. What's the difference between a lake? Uh, an estuary is where a lake and a river come together, isn't it? Something like that. Uh, I think, yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't even really know the differences between different types of... I know that a river runs and a lake is stagnant or just still. All right. Um, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, so I guess as soon as the, the jaw drops or, or short thereafter, shortly thereafter, we'll... Uh, analyze it a bit and get chatting again yeah yeah look forward to it all right good chat all right no worries see you costa see ya